Welcome to episode 21 of the Frank and Jake podcast. We're going to break down the NFL playoffs and the uh, projections that we have for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday's games of this coming week. Uh, talk about the halfway point of the NBA season and uh, wrap up our college football season and talk about the national championship game. All right, so we're going to jump right into it, going over uh, the super wildcard weekend. Super beautiful wildcard weekend. I am uh, very excited for this season's playoffs. Yep. Uh, we have a loaded weekend with six playoff games. Um, and we're going to start off by uh, just talking about Saturday's first game, which is a 435 game, Seahawks versus Niners. Frank, I know there is quite the line on this game. What is yep. that? It is Niners minus 10. That is a big line. No respect for Gino. He rode him back, and he made the playoffs. Yeah, I... I minus 10 feels like... like a, It's got to be one of the biggest lines, the biggest spreads we're going to see uh, this playoff. It currently is. The Bills actually were the favored, uh, favored by like 11 and a half, but now it's down to 9. So the Niners take the cake, and I, I see no path of the Seahawks winning this game. I agree. I don't think the Seahawks really have too much of a chance. Brock Purdy is... 6-0. Yeah, he is by no means a backup quarterback. Yeah. He plays very well. Um, he reads the defense very well. Scouting was... This, the NFL scouting missed... Big time. Awfully on him. Big it, time. It, it, it was you just close. Let, you just let this guy slip to one of the best offensive minds... Uh, in the league, it's anybody who can perform and play, or anybody who can play at a like mid-tier level with Shanahan yeah. is going to look better than they are. And Brock Purdy is better than mid, um, so, based off what we've seen so far. So he's six and zero in his career, Jake. Do you, in, in about a month and a half, or when the Super Bowl happens, do you see? Could you see the storyline? Brock Purdy ten and zero wins the Super Bowl. Could you picture that? I don't think that's too far fetched. Yes. And the perfect storyline is Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, versus Tom Brady in the NFC oh Championship game. <laughs> it is the perfect storyline. I don't know if the matchups work for that to happen, um, but... It would have to happen in the NFC Championship game. Okay, so, I mean, that is the storyline to have. That, no, it's not. Oh my goodness. You want to see the... the, the, re, the if you want to see a rematch of that game, the first game was 35-7. Oh. Oh, how bad I want to see that. Oh, jeez. No, no shot. Um, yeah, that would probably be my my favorite thing to happen. But we got to stick yeah. to the game we're already on. But So we both like the Niners by a lot. I yeah. like the Niners to cover as well. Yeah, Niners have the best this is, player uh, in the NFL. Well, best defensive player in the NFL this year. And they have yeah. a fantastic Debo's offense. Back. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey fit in seamlessly. I remember when we talked months ago, how great of a fit would it have been Josh Allen and McCaffrey? Um in, you think Brock Purdy and McCaffrey is great. Um, so that Niners offense is loaded. The only thing, though, only caveat, um, Kyle Shanahan blows leads. Uh, it's a fact. Uh, I've been out on him for quite a bit of time. Um, blew the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator with the Falcons. Um, choked that one away, as you know famously. Um, and then made it to the Super Bowl himself and blew a two-score lead to the Chiefs. Um, 
It's it normally happens in the big games. Yeah, it's Shanahan is not bulletproof by any means. He could definitely come out. Uh, he could he could start this game up seventeen to three and very well could end up losing big, 20, yeah. twenty to twenty one. So I don't, I, think, yeah. I don't think in this round. Uh, I no, think, no, no. I no. think the NFC actually sets up beautifully for the Niners. I know they didn't end up getting the one seed. They face a division in in division rival with the Seahawks. And then they probably are hosting Minnesota, um, which we both, I mean, we'll give our thoughts on Minnesota, but, you know, um, I think it sets up perfectly for the Niners to, I think it's pretty much a cake in, cakewalk that they're in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I, I think the only thing standing in the Niners' uh, way of the championship is going to be um, if and only if Kyle Shanahan coaches himself out of these games. Yep. Um, their first two rounds, uh, you did the exact yeah, same yeah. thing that I did. Those those first two rounds that they have uh, versus the uh, Seahawks and then versus either the Giants or the Vikings, um, not none of those three teams are truly threatening in my yeah. eyes for uh, to make a run. I I probably would say I have um, the I I would probably rank Dallas. Uh, Dallas, Philly, and Tampa above any of those three teams in terms of the threat that they bring. They still could potentially play the Cowboys if the Vikings were to get upset because um, the Giants would be the highest seed remaining in the... because the, the, the one seed plays the highest remaining seed. So there is a path that they play the Cowboys in round two. Oh, is um, there? Yes. Okay. Because the one seed always gets the highest remaining seed. So, so. Um, there is a path that it could be the Cowboys. Um, but In which case, I still don't see them I as still, a massive yeah. threat. Correct. So Just not Dak against such a good defense. Right. Um, so we both have the Niners there and covering uh, the minus 10. Uh, Seahawks, um, great run. We clowned them as the worst team in the NFL. Absolutely. Big I, time clown. Yeah, we, I think we and, both had them on our bottom too. And we apologized in week four. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are listening, the apology was out there. Um, and yeah, we, we don't we got have ahead, to apologize anymore. We got ahead of the curve. So that's we honestly did. a credit to us. Um, but another team... Um, that is somehow hosting a playoff game. The the nightcap on Saturday, um, Jags Chargers uh, should be a great game. You know the two quarterbacks, uh, stud quarterbacks in the AFC conference, littered in the AFC. What's the line on that um, game? And this one is in a little spicy. Uh, Chargers minus one road favorites. Ooh, so tight, tight, tight. So we'll see how it goes. Um. The Jags obviously are on a great run. Um, I believe it was three and six or three and six they started uh, and end up hosting a playoff game. Um, credit to us, we both said the Titans sucked uh, when they were seven and two. We were correct. Didn't look like they were awful, and um, they lose seven in a row to end their season. Um, we so, couldn't have guessed. We couldn't have been more correct about that. Correct. It was writing was on the wall. So for this one, um, Herbert. Uh, against Lawrence uh, should be a spectacular matchup. The only thing, though, is for this one, it's Brandon Staley is an idiot. Uh, why are you even playing Mike Williams? He, he got lucky. He's going to be fine. It was just a little back contusion, and they said he's going to probably be able to even practice. What are you even doing? Yeah, I... So the biggest worry for this, for the Chargers not being able to win, is health concerns. Yeah, They're, and your head coach. And their head coach, yes, Staley's Staley is is. I just don't get not it. much better than Hackett in my eyes for like the new hires, just kind of 
kind of doesn't doesn't seem to have a game plan for time management um and, and calls thing, a lot of weird plays and the funny thing is he knew the ravens lost so they were stuck in the seed no the five seed no matter what whether they won yeah. or lost there was nothing and i think the... almost every starter played that game like if you want to get a, you want to get them some reps like the bucks did play the first quarter play three series sure be playing the whole games it just makes no sense no, it's yeah. It, it was almost like a prove it thing. I think maybe maybe his team didn't play up to his his standards this year, and so he he kind of was doing it as a punishment. But I I don't know. I don't know if he's taken any interviews on why he made that decision too, or maybe he was just listening to his players and his players wanted to play and he just let them. Um, regardless, this team this is a, a no defense matchup. Neither of these teams have any defense. The Jacks have um, a bit of a defense. I mean, Jags, a a Jags have a f- okay defense. I'm not going to give the Jags a ton of credit on the defensive side of the ball. They still they still give up a lot of points. They have tightened up um, definitely over the last six weeks. So um, credit where credit is due on that side of things. But it's this is a battle of the two of the best young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Herbert versus Lawrence. This is probably going to end up being a shootout. Um, these are two deep wide receiver uh, cores with solid running backs that do very similar things in terms mm-hmm. of pass catching uh and uh open field uh like missed missing tackles in the open field and um kind of just making yard getting yards after contact uh but where i give the edge on this one is actually to jacksonville really i just give them the edge on coaching yeah i just like peterson better i think it's a, a significant advantage yeah and uh somebody who's gone to the super bowl and won as well right um, so yeah, I'm, so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with the with Jacksonville uh, to cover and and, and win. Uh, I'm leaning Chargers. I think the Chargers overall have a better roster. Uh, I think they are just a better team, and I know the Jags really are clicking. Um, but Jake, the Jags Titans game, it pretty it, it was a de facto playoff game, um, and Lawrence didn't play all that well, um, which concerned me a little bit. Um, and I just like the Chargers' weapons a bit more. I think they, I know Zay Jones, um, they have good weapons. But Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, if healthy, uh, Austin Eckler, Josh Palmer. Uh, I mean, they they do. They are riddled. Gerald Everett. They are riddled with weapons. I think the Chargers win this game. Uh, I think it's borderline disaster if they don't. Um, last year, that they don't even make the playoffs. Uh, they blew it. The Raiders game at the end of last year. Um, and if they go one and done. Um, this year too, I think Staley could be. Yeah, this uh, this team is due for a playoff run. We've watched now be. two they two years be. of Justin Herbert being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Uh, they have squandered the time that they've had with Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. I would say though, a lot of it is defensive injuries. Um, like Bosa's been out; yep. he's just getting back there. And James always seems like he's on the IR. And I mean, that's just right there. We're talking about two of the top 10 at either top of their 50, positions. Right. Oh, easily. Yeah. So this is, this is it for them. They have to win this game and I think they will win this game. So I'll go with the Chargers one point favorite. I'll take the Chargers to win and cover. Um, but ultimately that's a big game uh, for the Chargers. Cause like you said, they should, they should be poised for a run. Yeah, so, I agree. So we'll ultimately see how that goes. Um, so those are the two Saturday games. And then Sunday we have one Oh five PM. Miami traveling to Buffalo. Um, as we said here on Tuesday night, uh, we're going to assume Tua shouldn't play. 
you get three concussions in a year, you should not be playing this game. If they play him, their it health is. staff needs to go. Like they, their whole Every, training staff needs to, needs to go. go. Blow it up, McDaniel. Yeah, McDaniel needs to go just out of like respect for the the players in the NFL who shouldn't have to go. Like at a time where injuries should be at like where every single franchise is at their absolute most cautious. Yeah. So there's no way Tua should play. So it's probably going to be Skylar Thompson. Um, this line is minus nine uh, for the Bills. It actually opened up to like 11 and a half and it's actually come down, um, which trends into maybe to a play's direction. But again, it's Tuesday um, as we're filming this. So we don't know exactly yet, um, but this has got to be the Bills all the way. Take um, a Bills minus nine all day. I know Dolphins, they do. Dolphins do have a good, uh, uh, Dolphins do have a good running game. They obviously have Hill and Waddle. Hill has been banged up. So something to watch. Um, but I actually am going to take the Dolphins to cover, but Bills to win. Wow. Nine, point, nine points is a lot. Nine points is a lot I could when see, you have a good quarterback. Understand. I could see about a quarter and a half where it could be 14-10 Bills late in the third quarter. Um, just because the Dolphins tighten up on defense um, and they control the clock with their running game. Uh, but ultimately, I see the Bills winning this game just not by the uh the two scores yeah i don't know if i love having an unproven quarterback in this situation and and having faith that they can do anything in the first half yeah i think it will more so like my personally i think it's more likely that we see the bills go up big in the first half and then they come back out in the second half and everybody's a little more comfortable um and we see Oh, I'm teasing the Bills. See them settle in a little bit. But, I mean, it's Bills. If you're betting the money line, it's Bills all day. Yeah, I I would take the Bills. I mean, the cover is tough just because it is a big spread. A lot of backdoor potential. But I still, I think I still just take that out of respect for how dominant this team has been this year. Um, Third best team in the AFC in my eyes. Okay, so you have them behind the Bengals, which I flip flip that. But, yes, um, going against the team. I don't think as dominant as you think. No, no. I, I mean, the, look. They I mean, Mac lost, Jones. They almost lost last week. Like Mac I don't. Jones was yeah, dicing them up. They're not. They're not the best team in the AFC. They're probably only the fourth best team in the league, um, in 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 my eyes. And they still are gonna. I think they're gonna blow the doors yeah. off Miami. I could see it. Um, the, the Bills are getting teased down for minus nine. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, the Bills will be in a teaser. Um, but we both agree. I mean, maybe if Tua plays, it's a bit interesting because the snow oh, yeah. game was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, this is Bills. For uh, for uh, DeMar Hamlin, it's Bills. Yeah. Oh, for three? Come on. For three, double the spread. <laughs> double it. Um, and then I think this could potentially be the most competitive game of the weekend. Um, they played a couple weeks ago in Minnesota. Um Minnesota, narrowly, of course, narrowly got another win, as they always do with close games. Um, well, this will be Giants-Vikings. Um, they played less than a month ago, Jake. This line is currently uh, a full three points for the home team. Uh, will be Vikings minus three. Um, I know it's not primetime Kirk, um, but it's every it's playoff Kirk. How many playoff games does Kirk Cousins have in his career, do we think? Over-under... Two and a half. I think he made it once with the Redskins at the time. Um, the you like that season. I think. I, yeah. I think they got in once, and I don't. I don't recall. Did they make the playoffs last year? Um. So Kirk Cousins' playoff record. 
He's one and three. There you go. He's, he's made it four, four times. Four appearances. He's yeah. uh, been in three wild card games and one divisional. Uh, again, he's he's lost uh, to everybody but that game against uh, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. The miracle. Um, he was that was Case Keenum at quarterback. So he didn't even start. That was Case Keenum at quarterback. Yes. So he's technically zero and three. So so I, I know who I'm picking. I love the Giants this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if it's, I'm thinking I'm going back and forth on my lock, um, but I think this is all. All the Giants. Um, the only thing that scares me, though, I have been a Daniel Jones hater. Um, I wouldn't say he proved me wrong, uh, but I think he proved me wrong a little bit. The fact that uh, working Barkley back in from an injury, not really having any go-to receivers um, the whole season, and they still uh, put up nine wins. Um that's all credit to Brian Dable in my eyes. Yes. And they have a really good defense. Good offensive line, um, too. Yep. And they are able to control the clock, move the ball. Um, but again, I could just see a scenario where the Vikings win this game 17-16 and narrow, win one point win. What's the spread on this one? This is Vikings minus three. Yeah, I, I take Giants to cover at the very least. I, I yeah. would take Giants to win this. Um, right. Giants yeah. money line. I, I like the Giants in this. I think Dable, Dable is a very, Coach of the year. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yep. yep. Uh, I think he is a really good play schemer. I think he has the he. I think he has def, the defensive scheme of this team specifically on his finger like a yo-yo. Yep. He can make this. He can make this defense like in, into like an amoeba, and it can just change and shift to uh, perform well in a matchup against almost any team. Uh, he fixed Josh Allen. He's almost fixed Daniel Jones. I mean, the turnovers are down a ton. I think they have to keep Daniel Jones. Oh, I think I I, I don't think there's anybody in this draft at the spot that they're going to be in that's worth that's worth going moving off of Daniel Jones when you know Daniel Jones is good enough to get you oh, into yeah. the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I think Saquon probably just goes and just tramples over the Vikings defense because their defense is non-existent and as we know if this game is close against a against a playoff caliber team the Vikings lose I'm just so scared I don't know what to think of the Vikings they win every close game um and then you see the Cowboys in Green Bay just taking them to the back anytime they play the, somebody in the, to the woodshed any I think every game they played this year against a playoff caliber team they've lost except for like two yeah they narrowly beat the Giants off that 60 yarder yeah I mean I don't know. I'm gonna take the Giants plus the points, um, but again, I don't. I think the Vikings can win this game, um, and it, it sounds like we're hating on on the Vikings, but they still have Cook. Um, they still obviously have Justin Jefferson. Still one of the best four offenses in the league. But it's Kirk Cousins in yep. a big game, um, and I think like we could, like we touched on with the Jags and Chargers coach coaching advantage. The Giants have a whopping coaching advantage. Yeah, yeah, they have they have the coach of the year. So I'm going to take the Giants plus the points. Um, I don't know. You can uh, on the TikTok this week. I'll put it out. What my final pick is. FJ Pod on the TikTok. Jake and I are going to give our locks. So I'm. I want to. You know. I'm just going to take the Giants money line too. We're just going to take right, the Giants. Run it. This is this run is, it. This is a sweet Giants podcast. Giant. This is a Giants podcast. Um, this is my lock of the week coming up next. You're stealing my lock of the week. Um, Sunday night football. Um, Chris Collinsworth slide to watch his own team. Um, the Bengals and Ravens. Uh, they just played last week. Um, 
The Ravens didn't even play Huntley. It was third stringer. Um, Bengals won that game and covered. Um, this one is Bengals minus seven, a full touchdown. Um, and Jake, I'll, I'll, I'll let you start with this one. Uh, yeah, Bengals. I'm, I'm taking the Bengals money line. Uh, I don't know if I like that spread enough. I think after this past week, um, this past week's game with, we don't know if Lamar is going to be back. I don't think he is. So with no Lamar, I, I don't think the, the Ravens offense has enough to compete and cover. I know you love um, the Ravens defense. But the Ravens defense is really good. I love that they just extended uh, Roquan Smith. I think that's one of the best contracts of the year. Um, they do have probably probably one of the best back sevens in the NFL right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely think that they can limit the points for the Bengals, but I just don't know if they can score them. Um, I don't think they can limit it. I don't. I don't see a scenario where they stop Chase, uh, Higgins, Boyd, Mixon, and Joey Burr. I mean, they just did. I mean, they just kind of did it. What they, the Bengals they put up twenty seven. The Bengals weren't showing their whole offense. It was like twenty seven seventeen something like that. I don't know. I I uh, I definitely I definitely will take um, the Bengals outright. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know if the I don't know if the Bengals are going to go out there and put up thirty points on them. So um, said, but I also don't think the Ravens can score more than two touchdowns. So your lock is Bengals to just win this game, like of like what we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah, this is the most clear. This is the most clear game of the of the weekend for me. That, for you, yeah. yeah. Where it, this is so clearly the Bengals. Yeah, I don't really see a scenario where the Ravens win this game. I can't even talk myself into a scenario. Like, you want to tell you like you're going to tell me Joe Burrow throws three picks? Like, no way. Like, no, no, no. way. Uh, Bengals win this game. Um, and I like the Bengals with the minus seven as well. I see a scenario where they, this could be 31-10. I don't see the Ravens moving the ball a whole lot. Um, and we don't even know who's at quarterback right now. That's the biggest question mark. So yeah. Bengals going away for me. Um, and then I don't know if this is the game of the week, uh, Monday Night Football. I don't think it is for me. Depends if you like interceptions. Well, then you got the right game. Cowboys. Traveling to Tampa Bay, Cowboys favored minus two and a half. Um, I like that line. That's a respectful line. They find yeah. I, I like that they're respecting the Bucks in this. This is Tom Brady we're talking well, about. There's he's still a home underdog, um, so the Cowboys are favored by two and a half points. No, yeah, yeah. I'm I um, I honestly thought that it was going to be like four and a half, five and a half. I think it would have been trending that way, uh, but the Cowboys did put out a couple stinkers late in the year, and what the Bucks did two weeks ago to the Panthers. With their offense clicking, um, for me the Cowboys are a better team. Uh, they have a better roster. Um, I wouldn't say either team they have has better a better running game by far. I don't think either team really has a huge coaching advantage. It's Mike McCarthy versus Todd Bowles. Both kind of suck. Uh, if anything, you you probably give it to the Cowboys a little bit. Um, Bucks it, have a good defense. Cowboys really don't. Cowboys defense isn't bad. It's not bad. Um, not good though. I mean, you got Micah Parsons. You got a good defensive line, at least. Uh, Van Der Esch. Uh, and I, that is a good point. That the, a defensive line against this really broken down Tampa Bay offensive line. Yeah. Like if if he's getting if Micah Parsons is getting to Tom Brady at a high clip, it's gonna frustrate him to the oh, point where it's gonna affect his game. It's not gonna frustrate him. The game's gonna be over if he gets sacked four times. Oh yeah, I don't I don't see Micah Parsons getting four sacks. I just meant in general but, the defense. Oh, if they get four oh, total sacks. Oh, yeah, I mean it, it if uh if they're breaking through and putting pressure on Tom Brady, 
that's one of the things with uh, those two big receivers, with Godwin and Evans. They're not like quick-release receivers. You need the play to develop for a couple seconds before yep. you can get it to them. Otherwise, you're relying on Scotty Miller this week. And, and you check down Tommy. He's going to probably probably 12 passes just to uh, Fournette in the, in the backfield. Uh, probably not going to see many deep balls out of, out of him this game. Um, I just don't think he's going to have a lot of time to throw the ball. Um, and I know this was the week one matchup where it looked like the Bucks were really good. Cowboys didn't do anything. But again, it's trusting Dak Prescott in a big game. That's my hardest part. Well, um, see, I, that's why it's lucky for me because I have two I have two things that I trust. I trust that Dak Prescott is not going to play well. Yeah. And I trust that Tom Brady is going to play his absolute best form of football in a playoff game. Yeah. So that's... So you're taking Tampa to win outright? But Frank, we forgot to mention, there is one factor we did of the Bucks that. game Tom that Brady's, could have an effect. Tom Brady's mental uh, mental headspace could be, you know, it, could, it might be clogged up by something else right now. A potential new girlfriend. Yeah. So the rumors have leaked. They have leaked. Barstool's uh, put them out. Tommy's new girlfriend is banging. She's banging. Katie, don't Kate, tell my wife. Katie, Kate, um, wow. We're gonna edit that out for you, but wow. Dime. <laughs> Do you hear? I, I heard the coin flip. I heard. Coin flip. I heard that. Yeah. Uh, that if I was playing an NFL game this weekend, that certainly wouldn't help me. I would be way too focused on getting home on time. Big time. Yeah. To move on. To move on. I'm gonna take the Buccaneers to win this game. I'm on it. There's My a man. I'm I'm, I don't trust Dak Prescott. That's it. That's, that, that's a fair reason not to. I mean, this man has uh, 73 picks in the last four games. Like I, like I said in my opening monologue, I think the Cowboys are a better team. I think they are better. You're correct. They've proven all year long they are better than the Bucs. Um, but like, I could also see a scenario where the Bucs play like their Saints game and their offense is broken for three and a half quarters, and the Cowboys are much better than the Saints, and the Cowboys could be up three scores. Yeah. And you're right about that. The Cowboys' offense, if the Bucks make their like mistakes that they've made in half their games this year, um, then actually more than half uh, of their games this year, because they've won a lot of tight ones by you know yeah. by way of the defense and last minute drives. But it's not going to work out the same way it has earlier this this season. If they if they are down bad in the first half and they yeah. and their offense isn't humming, I don't see them making a comeback. Bold prediction, Jake. If the Buccaneers win this game, they will be playing in the NFC Championship game. I agree with you. They will be beating the Eagles. I agree with you. If they if they take momentum from this game, I do think they can carry it into a Super Bowl. Um, no, they're not beating the Niners. I, so, pers- you you know my pick. They're not beating we, the Niners. We did this earlier we this did. year. I can't, you can't, I can't fade. Yep. I can't fade Tom um, just out of respect for what he's brought me. Yep. So I am riding with them to the Super Bowl. They are my pick for the Super Bowl uh, to to at least make it this year. I don't think they're going to beat Kansas City. Um, they're not going to get to it. This going to be a nice little story, and he, he should retire. I do love that they. I do think that if they win this game, they have at least enough momentum to carry them past because the Eagles look uh, past the Eagles, and the, the Eagles, Eagles might have peaked a little early. Hurts, to be fair, Hurts hasn't been healthy the last couple weeks, and they've utilized Gardner Minshew, and Gardner Minshew also <clears throat> might have just ruined the clubhouse. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, Tom, Tom, it's hard to root, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. It, He's getting my money this week. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So I think both of us are we both taking the spread to cover? 
Well, if you're taking them to cover, you're taking the money line because they're they're underdogs. Yeah. So yeah. So oh yeah, we're gonna take both. I'm the Bucks are on the tease for me. Tease them up to ten and a half, and I don't see a scenario where they really get blown out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll be all the games. So we're gonna take a quick break. Um, kind of go over a, a Super Bowl pick like Jake just talked about, um, and, and some awards we have for the for the regular season. All right, Jake, we are back here. Um, we're gonna give real quick here lock of the week our awards. Um, the Frank and Jake award show, and then end it with who we think uh, is going to win the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, we both made our Super Bowl picks who were going to be in it, but we're going to give our picks to see who wins it all. Um, so, Jake, how about you start with your lock of the week? Okay, so my lock of the week this week is going to be a two-leg parlay. Uh, Bill's money line at minus 560 and uh, Miami versus Buffalo over 45 points. Uh, that's going to be a plus one twenty-five. I think that this. I think this hits. I. I think the Bills are winning. Yeah, the Bills are going to win. It's the over that's a little testy, um, but the over at forty-five points. I don't think that's unrealistic. I genuinely think in this game we could see thirty points from the Bills, and then it just you know we're just relying on Miami to put up a couple touchdowns. Yeah. So that's mine, Frank. Yep. What's yours? So I have two locks. Uh, my one lock will be Bengals minus seven. I just. The, the uncertainty of who's even going to play quarterback um, for Baltimore. Um, and I just think the Bengals are way better. Uh, I, th- I have the Bengals as the second-best team um, in the, all of the NFL right now, right just right behind the Chiefs. So I think the Bengals win this game going away. Um, and then I have a, uh, I have a teaser uh, that I think I abso- I'm absolutely in love with. Um, take the Bengals for minus seven to just seven points. Uh, so we just need the Bengals to win. Um, the ta- We're going to tease Tampa from two and a half to nine and a half. Um, so we need Tom to just keep it close or just win outright, which I might. I think he might win outright. And then we're going to take the Bills from minus nine to minus two. So we need the Bills to just win by three points. Um, I think those all happen. And that's, that's going to get you a plus 120. So no long shots here. It would be very wise of everybody who listens to this podcast to stake their future on those bets. And also, if you do think the Niners beat the Seahawks going away, you can add a fourth leg and get that up to plus 185. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I think there's great value in all that, and I think all those are likely to happen. Um, So those will be our locks of the week, Um, and we'll give locks out throughout the entire uh, entirety of the playoffs. Um, And then, Jake, I know we had... uh, we talked about at work awards, um, and it was pretty chalky. So how about you explain that to them? So this is the now annual Frank and Jake podcast NFL awards. Uh, for players who might be interested in collecting their award, obviously we don't have your address, so you can DM me uh, or or uh, PM me, uh, depending on what you are on, uh, on either Instagram or Twitter or TikTok. Um Send me your address. Uh, it will be a seven ninety nine uh, fee to collect your award, just to cover um, shipping costs. So, if you would like your awards, just let us know, um, and I will get them sent out to you. Uh, we are going to open uh, with our rookie awards. We are going to start with our offensive rookie of the year award. Oh, given out today by Frank Lapole. Um, this guy was one of the greatest receivers you know, in the history of Ohio State. Um, Garrett with two T's. Garrett Wilson. Um, I mean, he was a stud all season long. 
um, in the most consistent rookie. Um, I think he would have been a much closer race with Olave um, and potentially Brock Purdy if Purdy started early in the year, but only six games out of Purdy. Um, you also, if Damian yeah. Pierce stayed healthy. I mean, there was a lot of injuries yeah. this year that Brees affected Hall. Brees Hall. Exactly. Yeah. So I think... Garrett Full Wilson. year, Kenny Walker yeah. might have might have done something. So, But I think Garrett Wilson is the most consistent um, and the top And level. in a bad, probably the worst situation out of all the rookies, too, in terms of quarterback play. If he had a competent quarterback, he might have been looking at, like, 1,500 yards. Yeah. He finished, he eclipsed over 1,000 yards. he had, yards. 11, like, 1,100 yards, yeah. And that would be Garrett Wilson, offensive rookie of the year. Him and Olave, by the way, um, first set of ex-teammates in college in their rookie years to both have over 1,000 yards. Um, in the same rookies, rookies that graduated the yeah. same season got it so ohio love that and i will present the defensive rookie of the year uh this is a no-brainer to me this is no. sauce gardner easy this is sauce gardner so the two rookie of the years jets both go to jets 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 um sauce was the best coverage best solo coverage corner in the league this year yeah he in the league there's only one corner this year who was better than him overall. It was Patrick Sertain. And you can even argue that Sauce was the better of the two players. There is also an argument for Sauce to have one defensive player of the year this year. No, there's if, not. If no, there's not. somebody else doesn't doesn't exist. A couple people didn't have to exist. So I am uh, going to move on to the next award here, uh, which will be presented by Frank. And that is the Comeback Player of the Year Award. I mean, we told you in our preview way back when that this team sucked. Um, and then we found out he didn't write back. And we were doomed. We didn't know he didn't write back. We There's no a, way we could have predicted we it. We were not aware he didn't write back. Um, and this is Geno Smith. Um, you know, his Jets career and just all everything. It just seemed like this guy was over. Uh, it looked like he was going to be trending in the Tyrod Taylor-ish um, part of his career and he leads um seattle to the playoffs it's eighth, geno smith. eighth in yards this year it's geno smith. best completion percentage in the nfl broke russell wilson's um seahawks passing record yeah. he broke almost every record he broke broke almost every record that russell wilson ever set except for quarterback rushing it is geno smith as yeah. your comeback player of the year all right and i will present the coach of the year award and we uh tickled this one a little bit earlier today this is pretty clearly brian dable yeah Early in the year, you'd think it would have been Sirianni just because mm-hmm. of the amount of wins they mm-hmm. were accumulating, but the way they tailed off, and then the Giants, man. The Giants should not have been in the playoffs this year. They had one receiver who was slightly healthy this season in Slayton, and he couldn't stay on the field either. I know Galladay needed about 96 catches to hit his bonus. I've been 76 catches. Yeah. I don't I don't think he did. I don't know if he did. I actually didn't check. Um, he scored his first touchdown about two years, though. He scored a touchdown. Good for, good for him. I uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think this is this is probably one of the closer of all the awards for me because I was, Barkley, I was thinking Sirianni, I was thinking oh. Pete Carroll, um, and so I was kind of weighing around those three names. Yeah, but still, uh, even Peterson coming back from the worst record in the league. Yeah, but when it came when it came down to it, if you look at the roster, this team has no right being in the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, that's all credit to Brian Dable. He's already might be a top five coach in the NFL. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely on the verge of it. Uh, he is. This is his. We are stepping into his era in the NFC in the NFC East. Yeah, NFC beast. True. 
All right, Frank is going going to now present you with the Defensive Player of the Year award, or as yeah. I like to say, oh God, the Deep Boy. Cover your ears. Um, this is easy. I mean, this is another OHIO guy. I mean, Nick Bosa leads the NFL in sacks. 18 and a half um, sacks, two more than the next closest. I mean, just go. This isn't even close. This is going away. Earlier, On the best defense in the NFL. Early in the year, you had the Micah Parsons buzz, and that went to shit. And this is Nick Bosa's award. Um, the best defensive end in the NFL. He's always around the football. Even when he doesn't make a play, um, he'll push his guy like the Raiders game. He was the reason that they he caused the interception. Pushed his guy into uh, Stidham, caused Stidham's arm to get hit. Plays like that that don't really stand up on the statue. It counts as a hurry, uh, but he's the made, made those plays all year long. Uh, and the amount of sacks, I mean, they're, they're really even even to me. There really isn't even a close second for this one. Yeah, no, this this he walked away with this award this year, um, doing this for the best defense in the NFL uh, on a team that lost two quarterbacks this year. Um, it, that that's one of those situations where you're like in a situation where you are. Um, losing two of your starting quarterbacks, you expect that defense to get worn out and tired and ran off the field constantly. That did not happen for this team. And because of that, Joey Bosa was able to... Nick Bosa. Sorry, Nick Bosa, I apologize. Um, They're both great. They are. Uh, yeah, one is on another level. Um, Nick Bosa was then able to capitalize on the time that he was given while also being allowed, being able to play on a team that is going to probably run the gauntlet in in the playoffs this, this year right. so um really really love him this year think he had probably his best season yeah oh absolutely and then jake offensive player of the year um another kind of slam dunk i wish he ended on a higher note but who is that player this is justin jefferson yeah. uh i mean up he, until week 16 yeah. we were talking about him potentially breaking the yeah. record for receiving yards and receptions this season with a quarterback who we can't help but say can't do it in the playoffs. And then Jair Alexander said nah. Yeah, he got he got daddied a little bit. Not a little bit. He got a lot of it. Not a little bit. It was uh, probably the most embarrassing moment of his career is after that game uh, coming off. What was he had like two receptions? Uh, he's one, lucky. One reception he... for 13 yards, something like that. We know. Justin Jefferson, if you ever listen to this, we don't want to sound like we're discrediting you. Um, if you want the award, please, like Jake said, fill yep. out the uh, fill out the uh, the information we need. Um, but he did get daddied, and he's very lucky he did not actually full on swing his helmet and knock the ref out. Yeah, very lucky. Yeah, almost pulled Mason Rudolph. That would have been bad. Miles Garrett. <laughs> or was it Miles Garrett yeah. who did hit him? Well, one of those. Mason Rudolph reserved. said probably said a couple. Things. Yeah, we we're not we we're not going to slander Miles Garrett for that. No, we're not. I think um, we can point fingers. But yeah, Justin Jefferson was elite. I mean, he was always open. That's the thing I I love about receivers. Like you can have great hands, you can be physical. Um, he's I love when you're always open. And elite separation. And he seems like he's always open. So it's Justin Jefferson. Um, and then Jake, um, the MVP. Um, there there is there's no there's no close second. No, it's just not. No, there was there. It, this was a close race up until week. 13, 14. I did week 10, and then it was just It, it hasn't been close since. There is one man. It's I'll let you do the honors. I mean, it's Patty Ice. Um, he need, uh, it's, it's, I don't want to go on a little tangent here, but he needs another ring. MVPs are cute. Um, 
if he wants to eventually get into the upper echelon of all-time quarterbacks, it's crazy to say about He's that. already top he, – he's got to be top 15 already. I mean, he's talking about a guy in his mid-20s. Uh, he probably should have – I don't want to just give guys ranks. He's got one. He should have, he should have two. You could argue three. Um, but he's got he's got the one. Um, I'd argue probably he should have – I would agree. He probably should have won the D4 year. Um, I would you, agree. And you could argue maybe last year as well um, if they don't blow the lead. But they blew the lead. It is what it is. Um, they get the one seed. I know the one seed's wonky um, in the AFC. Could potentially not even host the game. Um, but they've lost the game twice in Arrowhead in the AFC Championship game. So it might not even be that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't know if it matters too much. They play They play so good wherever. And, and uh, they're one of those teams where in the playoffs – they they're not uh pa- they're patriots esque in the way where the patriots they made it to the playoffs and you're like well there's a ticket to the fc championship game well we knew well we're not gonna go there we're we're, we're praising patrick mahomes oh i agree i agree patrick mahomes is the best quarterback in the nfl by far yeah uh by far it, there's a couple guys in the atmosphere but in the atmosphere, they might. Are, are, are we talking about like solar systems? Yeah, solar system maybe. Yeah. At- so, atmosphere is close. Right now, Frank's top five quarterbacks: Mahomes, Joey Burr, Josh Allen. <laughs> You're gonna hate me, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and uh, the fifth spot, it, it could be whoever. You it's laughing not- at it is how you know you don't believe it. <laughs> I will say it's not Justin Herbert is not a top five quarterback. Not Win yet. a playoff game. Yeah. There's no comparison between Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Ran over. I know you'll hate this right now. Um, I I am half tempted to say Justin Herbert is like on the same echelon as as Lamar Jackson is for me. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Okay, okay. I mean, Win a playoff game. It's, it's just it's just he's a, a regular game. season quarterback, and and not what he that. provides with. With throwing talent, Lamar provides on the ground, so that's where I kind of see yeah. them both as like they're they're both elite talents that can't do anything with it. And a lot of it's not their fault, but yeah. I mean, there's no reason they should have lost the Raiders game last year, um, and there's no reason to, in my eyes they shouldn't beat the Jacks. So I guess we'll see next week. Yeah, we will. Um, yeah. So that wraps up the awards. Um, again, if you want the award, please reach out to our agents um, or us, um, FJ Pod on TikTok. Um, and then Super Bowl picks, uh, we kind of kept track, gave out our preseason picks. I believe mine was Chiefs Packers and you had Bill's Bucks to Bills start Bucks. the year, to start yep. the year. And then I believe it, we, I gave it to week 10. We had to solidify a pick Yep. and I ended up going Chiefs Niners and you went Chiefs Bucks. Yep. And I'm, I'm riding with the Bucks. Yeah. So you have the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. Or who is your Super Bowl pick to start the playoffs right now? Chiefs, Chiefs. Yeah, I yeah I I have Tom Brady to make it to the NF through the <laughs> NFC. I don't think Tom beats them again in yeah. in the in the Super Bowl. Um, I am half tempted to go Niners, uh, winning it all. But then again, I also think um, if it is a potential Chiefs Bengals matchup, something about that Jake where Joe Burrow, I mean. He owns Mahomes. He owns them. Um, so, which scares me, but gun to head, you got to give me one team. Um, I love my Chiefs Niners pick, um, and I think Mahomes bounces back 
They were my preseason pick to win the whole thing. Um, and I'll and I'll say I'll stick with it. And I have the the Chiefs winning the title. So we go. We both go a bit chalky there, Jake. But I think it is the correct pick. Yeah, yeah, it's the correct pick. It's the MVP pick. It, it is. So that will wrap up the NFL talk. We are going to take a quick break and be right back with the halfway point of the NBA season. All right, Jake. It pains me to say we're already at the halfway point of the NBA season. Like, it's painful. I remember, I mean, it seems like yesterday the Cavs started the season against Toronto. And we're already halfway done. The Cavs have played 41 games. Oh, my God. It's painful. Like, it's painful to even say out loud. Um, so here we are. You, you can't even speak. You're so... I'm heartbroken. The, the season, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, NFL season's going to wrap up. We're going to have, like, three quarters of the NBA season to talk about. No. Halfway done. No. Yeah. Where it's going to... By the time the Super Bowl is done, we're going to be almost... We're going to be 66% way through this through oh, this season. A, a month away from playoffs. Oh, my God. Heart, that's heart-wrenching. So there is some stuff to talk about the NBA. Kind of... Kind of like when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to drama, it's not really. I mean, you have the whole Kyrie saga, but when it comes to drama in the NBA, no real players no requested a trade. In the yeah, I mean, it's kind of just been a smooth train ride. Um, but the train ride did get a little bumpy. KD out a month. Um, the Nets have vaulted all the way up to the two seed, only one loss behind Boston in the loss column. Um, so, Jake, how do you see the Durant news? Uh, he's out for at least a month, and they have to reevaluate. So we really don't know. It could be a little longer than a month. Um, this is the same injury he had last year. Last year he missed six to eight weeks. Um, they're they're expecting it to be a bit better this time around. So just one month. How do you see Brooklyn? Uh, do they say the two seed? Do they falter a little bit? Yeah. So luckily for them, they have uh, the last game they played was on Sunday. They don't play again until Thursday. Uh, so nice three and a half days off there uh at least to you know get the new starting lineup situated to get everybody exactly get everybody flowing um obviously they're gonna be pulling i assume they're gonna be pulling like what is it i think it's kellen or kessler edwards that there he's gonna he's gonna be coming up to play more minutes royce o'neill joe harris yeah they're all gonna patty mills is gonna see more time now um so everybody's going to be coming up. Royce O'Neal, Royce O'Neal is going to be filling in the spot in the starting lineup, most likely. Um, so, I mean, we are going to see a massive scoring dip uh, coming from this. Yep. Royce O'Neal, uh, I mean, they have TJ Warren, and TJ Warren is is going is Bubble able to Warren. step up yeah. in into that scoring role. So it's not those shots aren't going to go by the wayside, and Kyrie's obviously going to have to do more on his part to pick up the slack, but... Royce O'Neal is not, I mean, he's a good defender. He's a very good defender, but he he only can shoot threes. He's not oh, yeah. a good interior scorer. Where, so that's another spot where you're going to lose a lot on the offensive side. And when you try to replace the top five um, MVP caliber player. That's top just, five scorer in NBA yeah. history. Well, I, I just meant in terms of this season. Yeah. Um, he has top five odds. He was playing phenomenal. Um and two years in a row, someone just falls down after going up for a bucket, falls back into his knee. Obviously, so accidental. Um, it just sucks that he's always in this spot. Um, and his, you know, his legs are obviously so long. He's seven feet fucking tall. Um, so they're more susceptible to injuries. Uh, he's out about a month. Um, and you just look at the Eastern Conference. Your one through five seeds are all um, three losses of each other. 
really jumbled up right now. Um, and this is a bad time for the Brooklyn injury. Um, for this to happen to the team, they were clicking so well. They had the 11-game winning streak. Um, and you lose, they're obviously their best player, their best scorer. You could argue their best defender as well. Um, Nick Claxton loved those yeah, as well. I, yeah, I wasn't going to say nothing. But... It's close. Um, it's a huge hit for them. I think they're going to fall. Uh, they're just not going to be able to make up the scoring. So just real quick, I just want to point out like their strength of schedule coming up because it's they they're not they don't have the hardest schedule for the next month when he's projected to be gone. So they have truly they have one they have two real tests. They go against the Celtics this Thursday, and they face the Thunder, the Spurs, the Suns, Suns are the, the Jazz, the Warriors, and then they have their second test against the Sixers uh, at the end of January. They go Pistons, Knicks, Lakers. Yeah. If those are the games Katie's missing, it's not the end of the world. So we're talking, what is that? Uh, that ends up being ten games he's going to miss potentially. He possibly yeah. more, but uh, you know, uh, looking optimistically, he misses ten games. If they go five and five, that's very good. Yeah. For them, I would project they probably go two or three and eight or two or three and seven. So yeah. Yeah, I, it's definitely going to be a slide for them. They're not going to stay in second place. If they do, no if they do, they might win the finals this year. <laughs> right. Um, I, I see a dip from them as well. Um, just making up the scoring and the defensive ability that KD offers on both sides of the floor. It's just, I mean, it's irreplaceable. It's losing a LeBron. It's using, losing a Giannis. You just can't come back from it. Yeah. Um, so this month is going to be a bit of a tailspin for them. And then we can talk about a player coming back. A team that not only survived losing their best player, actually got better. Um, I mean, I, I, we talked about, are the Warriors even going to make the playoffs? They get Curry back. They are 20-20, and 20, currently the sixth seed. Um, and the West could be in trouble with, with, with how they've been playing. Yeah, so if, if, uh, if they don't... If the correlation of them playing better did, is not directly related to Steph going out, him coming back is is going to probably vault this team into, the, into my I mean, top five in the West. We know their system is just plug. And yeah. you plug in the best shooter of all time. Yeah, so I, I do think that they're going to start coming up on the... Uh, they're going to come off their schneid that they started on this season. Um, they they were... they I mean, they were the best team in the league last year. Mm. It, it, I mean... Still think the Suns were better. The Bucks were the best team in the league last year. It should have been Bucks. But... But... but they won the championship, so they are the defending champions. They were the best team in the league. <laughs> However, they didn't. They, their team is aging drastically, and they, uh, as as great as their young talent is, I I don't is think it that great. I don't think it's as good as uh, all the hype they get. I don't think it's that great. And um, and having Steph come back probably yeah, like like I said earlier, in my eyes, it does put them back into the top five in the West. The game that changed it, dude, was Christmas Day, blowing out Memphis. They were like five games under 500. Blowout Memphis, and then they go on a two. Four, Steph was hype that game too. They were on a five-game winning streak. Uh, they have lost two in a row to Detroit and Orlando, so those are tough losses. <laughs> uh, but they still, I mean, they survived the Steph being outstretched when it looked like they might not win a game. You know what their their last win was too? Orlando. Heart. No, their last win. Oh, oh boy. Heartbreaking. Jake lost out of four thousand dollars. Four thousand. Thanks, Clay. Game. Millionaire yeah. Clay couldn't throw Clay, my guy four grand. Clay Thompson owes me four thousand dollars. So, yeah, the Venmo and a championship. 
Well, I, let's just let we both hate Golden State. So let's. Yeah. Well, how about we just slander them real quick? I'm fine. I think it's fine with the, that. the funniest thing. They won four rings, and the only outside the Bay Area, the only thing anyone cares about is is the one that they blew a three one lead to. Oh, it's facts. Is that fair or foul? It's facts. Twenty sixteen was the best NBA season, possibly ever. I mean, you win four titles. Uh, your first one, literally everybody you played got hurt. Uh, the finals alone, no Kyrie or Love. Um, then you blow a three-one lead, and then you're in that all. You're then you meet up in the Hamptons, cry for KD. Um, so this is really Curry slander. Uh, KD comes, um, Zaza literally takes out Kawhi. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Took out Kawhi. Historically dirty player. Like Zaza Pachulia. Took out Kawhi. Yeah. And again, they were getting blown out in. End up winning the title in 2017. Uh, 2018, I mean, it's KD. It's You, you cheated. Uh, 2019, they got a bit of karma. Everybody got hurt. I wouldn't say karma. Like, I was rooting for them to get hurt. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and then last year, uh, John Morant gets hurt. And Jason Tatum shits sells, the bed. Sells. sells. And, and uh, Jalen Brown just decided to Can't dribble. Rut- routinely give the ball away. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> He's like, yeah. ooh, that, that's three players crowded in one space. Let me just go run in between you guys. I've, I've, there was someone on ESPN. I, I don't want to name names because I don't remember. But someone said Curry, when he won the fourth ring, vaulted over LeBron. Oh. That was a fact. i got to find it. Oh. I'll, I'll bring it out for the next spot. Someone said that. Um, four rings, no one cares about them. The only one they actually care about is the one he blew, a 3-1 lead. Facts. So, sucks to be you. Um, I'll take my one. Shh, Katie sold... Truthfully, took at least one more ring for me. Um, yeah, I'd agree. And then you guys go up 1-0. Amazing fourth quarter. Sorry, Brian. I know you're listening. Yeah, you guys couldn't. You couldn't hold it down for the East. Yeah. No, it was heartbreaking last year. I, I mean, relive, we watched game reliving three that, together. Reliving watching that together was it just awful. I think I needed. I think I need more beers than I drank that night. <laughs> that was the game. Sadly, I was driving, yeah. so I couldn't, yeah. <laughs> couldn't take too many risks. We'll see how they go. I, I'm still not sold on them, like you said. I mean, can Kaminga and Wiseman provide anything? Yeah, it's I like mean, Wiseman, cool, but Poole's not that good. Poole's a shot chucker. Yeah, he is a good shot creator. He does. He is a good passer as well. Um, can Wiseman's been on a bit of a good stretch. Can he sustain it? Probably not. Kaminga, Moody, who the hell knows? I honestly think they're gonna move on from Kaminga soon. We'll see. Um, they're twenty and twenty. As Steph comes back, they play tonight. They play the Suns. And that's where we'll go next. Phoenix Suns, you predicted them to be a play-in team. Currently, they are 20-21, the 8th seed. Granted, we can't predict injuries. We're not like Dale. Yeah. Um, so, you predicted them to be fully healthy in a play-in team. Granted, yeah. Chris Paul got hurt. Well, I didn't predict they'd be well, I, injured. Everybody but. gets injuries throughout the season. But, yes, I predicted them to be a playing team and right right chris, now they are chris paul got hurt as chris as soon as chris paul comes back devin booker gets hurt <laughs> and we're not laughing because we're glad they got it we're, oh, laugh- I lo- I like we're laughing suns. at the severity of the situation and, I like and the, the the horrible situation it put them into i'm a pro i'm, I'm a pro oh, yeah suns you always guy. you have been i'm a point god type of you guy. like d-book and I, I i'm a more of a point god guy oh um, cp3 okay and then you obviously hate the suns yeah, I, I, I don't. You just lo- think they're I don't an awful like franchise. The, I don't like the Suns. I, I just hate that franchise. But I don't get your gripe with them. They never beat you in the oh, finals. Oh, no. I, like you Devin just... Booker dropped 70 on me. Oh, my. In a, in a loss. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's just embarrassing. He's the youngest player ever to do it, too. It's like... So the Bulls should hate Donovan Mitchell? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's, you have the Bulls have more reason. That's division rival too. I mean, I don't get what. I mean, it wasn't like he scored seventy with a game winner. No, it's not. I honestly, it it's not that I. I don't. It's not that I dislike oh, the Suns. You're a huge I don't like Robert Sarver guy. The sources have told <laughs> do not, me. Do not the pin that on me. Have told me you're a huge Robert Sarver yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly why yep. I don't like them anymore. They got rid of my guy, they my dog. He, he should have never sold. Should have never no. sold. I uh, a lot of the a lot of the Suns hate is a is a gimmick or a bit, but I'm not a huge. You Chris, can never. I'm not a big a Chris Paul fan. You hate point guards. Um, yeah, not not a big Chris Paul fan. I I, I, mean, I think he plays the game the right way. It, that's not why. Just kind of uh, as a Celtics fan, I've always just not loved him, um, especially with. Almost going to the Lakers, that drove me up the wall. Even Should I had nothing, have went to the Lakers. N- had nothing to do with him, but as a Celtics fan, yeah. you that that rubs you the wrong way. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I, I can't I can't vocalize a reason for it other than just kind of uh, it's just not a franchise that I f- I'm fond of. Well, you can vocalize it. You didn't ever wanted Robert Sef- or Sarver to sell. I mean, <laughs> he should have held the line. Yeah, I um, wish he sold it to me. He did not. Yeah, for about ten bucks. We could get I, that I could right have afforded now. that. We right now. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot of news. Denver looks really good. Uh, Boston looks really good. Um, you want to touch on a little Boston Cavs type deal here? Um, Celtics um, still kind of working back. Rob Williams. It's like every other game right now. So still working him back. What have you seen lately from your? So guys? If, uh, if you take the Oklahoma City Thunder game out of the sample size, well just just for statistic purposes. You can't do that. The Celtics since Rob Williams come have has come back have the best defensive rating in basketball. Well, I, I do need a, I need a fact check on that. I think they're seventh. Well, this is without the OKC OKC game. Um, I think they dropped down to like third after the OKC game we since he came back. Fifty points regulation. Yeah. Um, I think they're right now seventh net rating, and that's they were they dropped down because they were like fourth, uh, third or fourth before. Uh, they kind of went on this slot, this ten game slide. They're like four and six in their last ten. Yeah. Um, so not amazing but, where they're at right now, but it, yeah, but they are they're heating up now, uh, kind of getting back. Robert Williams is uh now being blended into the starting lineup which is awesome. It's exactly what people have seen. I think they've handled his injury super well. They've put him on a schedule for what like what days he's going to play, and they've stuck to it even when he's complained about it. Yeah. He was not happy that he played in that OKC game. He wanted to play the game prior. Um, but his schedule was set, and they've stuck to it, and I think that you got to give a lot of credit to Brad um, because he's the person Brad that... Stevens. Yeah, Brad, Brad Stevens is making a lot of this these decisions in terms of uh his his schedule and how we played with through the injuries um and then also i mean the fact that our roster was constructed in a way that we could make it through that injury in the first place is is credit to him as well uh i haven't seen anything spectacular out of missoula the last the last two weeks yeah he hasn't done anything crazy the celtics honest if if anything i'll have more complaints about him just because uh, this team doesn't really seem to be um, doing anything special in terms of game plan other than hucking up threes. Yep. If they are not hitting the threes, they are going to lose the game. Uh, do need a fact check. Rob Williams did not play the OKC game. 
So it was the game before that he game. played. So they wanted him to play against OKC. Or he wanted he, to play against OKC. He did not play against OKC. I watched it. He game. interviewed about it. So that's I, why I got I that. I had from. money on it. I watched the whole game. Yeah. He uh he was saying in an interview that he was super he was he was super sore the game prior and yeah. they wished that he wished they had started in the next game. Yeah. Um but it's just kinda how his schedules worked out. And you giving Brad Stevens, I mean I, I wish he was still the head coach and just watched the Cavs beat him in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like, it was just repeat, repeat. Brad, oh, we're facing Brad Stevens. Can't wait to win in four. Can't wait to win in seven. That's, that's why he's not the coach anymore. He was yeah. a He's a, a great players guy, but he, I it's, don't think he was ever meant to be a really successful NBA coach. And this is kind of off topic, but just kind of a prediction. It, it matters to you and your Boston people. What, what's gonna, Is Ime ever going to coach again? Uh, there was some oh, the Celtics. Uh, no, just in, in general. Obviously, I wouldn't think the Celtics, but it was rumored with Brooklyn that fell through. I'm shocked he's not a coach yet. Really? I'm shocked. Well, I thought was... he was getting hired within the week of him getting uh, put on. I thought he was getting hired within the week that he got put on to like. In our job, it would be Suspension. called goals, but goals, yeah. Goals. <laughs> but until he got suspended from the uh, from being on you know franchise property. Um, the fact that he's not hired yet is still mind blowing to but me. But no one's really been fired yet. But yeah, it's that's the thing. There, is real there real. a standout bad coach right now? Because you think we're going to talk, really. talk about the bad teams? They're bad for a reason. They want to be bad. Yeah, and and the only person who I could see, uh, the only team that I could see him, you know, falling in line with right now, uh, with the way that things are going, is probably like maybe Philadelphia if they want to get rid of Doc. That's so. If I'm Philly, I'm getting rid of Doc. But yeah, I'm giving you, it one more year. But do you bring in Ime? That's Who the knows? thing. Is it worth bringing him in to anyone? The mm. only franchise that I think has the like, co- like the the capacity to do to make a move like that uh, is probably going to be the New York Knicks. Get but rid they don't, of Tom Thibodeau, yeah, yeah, because they're just like, made. The other yeah. team that I think could use him is is the um, the Rockets. But yeah, they suck. But Maury wouldn't yeah. do something like that. Yeah. He, well, he well Maury's in Philadelphia now. Oh, so maybe he would go. He, so he go. could go to the Rockets. Maury has been in Philadelphia for about three years, my guy. I stopped following him on Twitter two years ago because he he got very political. Well, he did. Him and Bron were beefing. Um, and Maury but, was right. But but yeah, no. So, okay, so no, he's out for Philly. He would never that get brought in. Maury okay. is so he is so um, like socially aware of, of how fans on. react yeah he would never do something so, like yeah. that philly i guess philly's out so we so, don't even have a team for him it's no new tanking. york new york new york that's i do i do think the knicks would would stoop to that level all right all right the knicks it is um and then we thought it would be fun here jake top five bottom bottom five teams uh right now the worst team in the nba houston rockets 10 and 30 uh, pistons 11 wins charlotte 11 wins uh Spurs thirteen wins, Orlando fifteen, and then you got a clump of teams, the Toronto Raptors seventeen wins. I told you three weeks ago they need a tank, maybe they'll listen. Um, so out of those five top five top seven teams, um, Wembyana is coming, Scoot Henderson's coming, but for now let's keep it to Wemby. The most fun team, I think you're going to steal it from me. But no, I'll let you. I'll I'll let you have yours. I'll I'll give another one. That I didn't think about at first. The most fun team for Wembyana is the Orlando Magic, um, which you are right about. That is the most fun team. 
It is though. So I think like as a legit roster, like pairing him with Wagner and Paulo could be really good. Like hey, we were, it's scary for the East. We, we were talking about it earlier, and we were going through what the lineup could be with them. If they could get a legit point guard uh, in the free agent a market, like like just we talk about this at work. What if Orlando is like, all right, we're we're pretty good. Let's trade for Fred VanVleet, a nice veteran piece, yep. nice veteran point guard. Uh, or technically shooting guard, ESPN yeah. says. Um, what if they got Van Fleet trade uh, or not trade for Van Fleet? Get Wembyana and match him up with Bobo. I mean, it's it's yeah. lights out. So the the prospective lineup that we made, uh, if we if you want to do this, because the way they're the way the players that we have in this lineup that we made play. It actually, positionally, size-wise, it's wild. And defensively, it would be a weird matchup. It would take the Cavs' twin towers to another level. It's <laughs> six foot four, six foot five. Markel Fultz at point guard. Uh, Franz Wagner at shooting guard at 6'10". According to Siri, 6'4". Yeah, we asked, he asked Siri earlier today, and she said Franz Wagner is six foot four. He's listed at 6'10". Uh, Paolo would be their six three 11. at 6'10", 6'11". Bull Bull would be their four. And then seven foot four Victor Wembignana would be their center. Or you could switch and have Bull Bull at center and Wemby at point power forward. But... We're talking about an average height of six foot eleven with this yeah. with this basketball I, team. I quickly convinced Jake that that is clearly the most fun team. He thought it was San Antonio. Him with yeah. him and Pop would be cute. It would be fun. I, I do think it would be cool good. just because of of the play style that they instill. They're very pass first basketball there, but that also no. I think takes away from Wemby's skill set with ISO ball and his ability to shoot and create shots for himself. Yeah. But I completely forgot there's a team in there that I actually would like to see him on. Not more than Orlando, but more than San Antonio. That's the Hornets. No, no way. Hey, I would I would love to see him and LaMelo together. Well, what's LaMelo? Like, Lamello's, have, let's have LaMelo talk. I like LaMelo. So I don't think LaMelo is as good as people thought he was in his rookie season. Because his rookie season, everybody was like, this is the second coming of Jesus Christ. And he's not that. But LaMelo is a efficient passer. He's a shot chucker. He's he's a good scorer, but a, a stupid shooter. He's a shot chucker. He is a hustle rebounder. Is he? He's the Russell. At he, the same time, being a the, bit of a stat patter. He went to the Russell Westbrook uh, yep. school of rebounding. Yep, he is a little bit of a stat patter, but he also has played on dog water teams. The only thing though, would they would the NBA finally throw MJ a bone and give him a good player? MJ's an awful owner. Awful. Awful. Horrible owner. Awful. Horrible owner. owner. He's never made a good coaching decision. Well, he's never made the coaching decision, I don't think. But he had Clifford. He was good. He, but but he, he's but I, I'm saying, does he make that yeah. decision? Well, he's the owner, so he goes to him. Because <laughs> ultimately goes to him. GMs, I couldn't, who, who, couldn't who, who, tell who, you. Couldn't tell you. Uh, uh, they consistently draft poorly. Yeah. They've had, what, two decent picks? I mean, they picked Malik Monk. Um, right. it's not, they drafted Malik, right? It's uh, I, I thought my head. I don't know. It's not their fault. Bridges also committed domestic violence. Yeah, that, that um, it doesn't help. Um, doesn't help. PJ Washington was a good find. He come to Cleveland, PJ. Yeah, PJ um, Washington was a good find, but other but not a not a good enough piece, and they can't no. bring anybody into that team. So they have to do it through the draft. I see what you're saying with Lamelo's passing ability when Bianca's finishing ability. Um, and you also have Rozier there. You have. You have I mean, P.J. Washington. Just, just I mean, you don't have a great 
lineup to go with him. They need a, they need but you a, get a ton of offense out of that. They need to trade Washington and Uber and get more picks. They That's need, not a bad idea. They need to do that. Um, they should be in full rebuild mode. Gordon Hayward should not yeah. be there. Anymore. The team that terrifies me, which I would absolutely hate, is, is Toronto. Oh, if, God. I mean, they're at seventh right now, so they would have seventh best odds to have the number one pick. So that would give them a... Can't even think about this. That would give them a 7.5% chance at too the number high. one pick. Too it's, high. it's way too high. Too high. Um, that's why I hope they kind of go for it. Um, be an awful playing team and have the 13th, 14th best odds, have a 1% shot. Um, but I hate Scotty Barnes. Think about this. I hate Scotty Barnes. I, he stole Evan Mobley's clear. <laughs> no, you have so much to test for this man. He stole Evan Mobley's rookie of the year. We went from a bottom five defense in the league. Granted, Jerry Allen was there as well. Evan Mobley shows up. It's a top five defense. And of course he's not going to be a great scorer. Scotty Barnes wasn't a great scorer as a rookie. Um, the impact Mobley made was by far more substantial than the impact Scotty Barnes made. Fact. The Raptors were a better team last year and healthier, which therefore gave them a better record. Oh, Scotty Barnes, cute. And they suck, and he's has in his last 10 games, he's shooting 17% from three. Yeah, that that's he is he has been bad his last 10. I mean, he's been inconsistent all season. He's but been his ass last, all year. But he's, his, been ass. he's been inconsistent all season, but his last 10, he's been consistently trash. Yes. So that. If you have a ten game stretch when you've been playing like trash, that level of trash, you're just bad. You, I can't. And I defended him two weeks yeah. ago, but I can't now. I, like we talked about this at work, we don't really understand how they're bad. They no. Anobi is a good player, like a legit good player. Siakam's potential all third team NBA. Chris Boucher does not get enough minutes, but that's because they have so much size. Yeah, Van Fleet, Gary there. Trent, Gary Trent Jr. never misses against the Cavs. I don't get it. He's a sniper. I don't get how they're bad, but I do get how they're bad because they, Nick Nurse, it's a credit and it hurts them. They plays their players too many minutes. Yeah. We looked it up. Van Fleet It's like playing. what Bud did for a while. He was about to be canned if KD's foot was uh, two more inches behind the line. Yeah. Uh, it ends up working out for him, but this Raptors team, I don't. I, I mean, we, obviously, Boston made their great run. They were average. Were they 20 and 20 last year? And then they ended up obviously going they to the were, finals. They were one game under. under. I think they were 20 and 21. The Raptors currently 17 and 23. I don't see a path for them to be a top six team in the East. Um, I think the Knicks, Pacers, Miami, uh, Atlanta, all potentially better. Atlanta's oh, yeah, Atlanta's questionable. I I think Atlanta's bad. I do, I I, oh, I hate Trey Young. So I'm, yeah, I'm there with. I them. think I think Atlanta. I think they should be good, but, but they are not playing well. If Atlanta's owner, or excuse me, if Toronto's owner called us up, called the pot up, we're, we're it's it's a trade Ananobi. It is trade Van Fleet. Get picks. Yeah, yeah. You tank. For, I think if you're not, if you don't have a chance at winning, at, at being a top six team this year, they're if you only, are in a play-in, you should be tanking. They're only two and a half games back of Orlando for the five spot. Yeah, they got to tank. Yeah, I I go for Pull it. The I go plug. for it. especially since Orlando is serviceably good enough that you can pass them. And then you're a half game back of Washington. Yeah, I agree. So. I know we're running on the edge of time here, but Frank, do you want to do a little NBA stats game before we wrap up the NBA talk? Yeah, we can. Uh, we can. We can go to it. Should be a quick game, so we're gonna start. Uh, how about you explain it to the people again? So we've done this game. We played this game uh, two weeks ago. Might have been three weeks ago. The NBA stats game. Essentially, uh, Frank's goal with this game is to hit ten points. Um, you get every hint that you get. 
takes away one possible point. So if you if I give you your first hint, you can. So yep. after your first hint, you can get three points. Yep. Then two. Then one. If you don't get it on your third hint, then you don't get any points. Last time crushed it. By the way, Frank killed Undefeated. it last time. So he is one and zero in the NBA stats game. Um, last time we played, it was all current players, and it was just too easy for this guy. A little bit. We are going to be adding in um, just kind of a mosh podge um, of of players, but all of these guys are not- notable enough that if if you are a casual NBA fan, you should know who this is. Well, stat- I mean, it's it depends where where you go. Depends exactly. Okay, so our first player. Oh, can I can I protest real quick? Yes. If it is a past player, I should get an automatic hint. Well, you get a hint. Your hint is your first. It should be an amplified hint. Just, just trust, okay. trust right. Jake. Trust me. All right. Trust me. This player is a six foot eleven power forward slash center. He was drafted with a second overall pick in two thousand and six. His career average nineteen point one points per game, eight point one rebounds, and two assists. You said two thousand six number two pick. Mm-hmm. 2006 number two pick and what's his stat line again 19.1 points 8.1 boards two assists that's his career average 2006 that's that's just past crisp it's not chris bosh give me another hint all right he had a 16 year career in which he played for three teams the last of which was brooklyn the number two pick. Oh, is this 2006? I'm drawing. I know. I love draft classes. I'm drawing a blank. Um, three teams. Sh- the three teams over a 16 year career should help. Yeah. With with, here, I'll even I'll tighten it up a little bit more. He played his last two seasons in Brooklyn, age 35 and er- age 36 season, the first of which he was traded during. I need another hint. All right. So our final option. All right. So I get one point. How I get this right? He. Spent the first half of his career in Portland, where he was a four-time All-Star. First half, Portland had the 2006 number two pick. Here, I'll give you his the second team. I'll give you all three teams. Okay. He played for Portland, San Antonio, and Brooklyn. Oh, is this? No, it's not. I have to guess something, but I don't. Want, I'd rather be. I'd rather not guess anything. You're going to hate yourself when you don't get this. 2006 number two pick. He was a. He was. Lamarcus Aldridge. Yes, it's Lamarcus Aldridge. I knew you were gonna hate yourself. Is, I got it. I knew you were gonna hate yourself for that. All right, so one. That's one point. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a bad. That's on me. That's hey, a bad. That's all right. That's a bad start. This next player is also a second overall oh, pick, boy. Oh, boy. drafted to the Detroit Pistons. His career stat line. Can I get a year of the draft? His career no. Wow. His career stat line, 19.2 points per game, 3.6 rebounds, 9.3 assists. So he's a Pistons number two pick. Average 19 points a game. I need another In hit. a 13-year career. I'll In give a 13-year career um, on the Pistons number two pick. Um, I'll just guess Tayshaun Prince, even though I know it's not right. Okay. He was drafted in 1981. Oh, what the fuck. 
He's a five-time All-NBA first-team player, and he's a 12-time All-Star. Um, what was the year of the draft again? 1981. 1981, Pistons number two pick. Um, geez, I was just a, a glint in my father's eye at this time. Um, this is another one you'll hate yourself if you don't get. I this. know the guys. Ben Wallace. No, it's too. It's too early. It's the other guy. It's the other guy. Nineteen point two pit points. Nine it's not point, helping. It nine point help. three assists. I need teams. That does nine point three assists, and you said Ben Wallace. I just I'm just <laughs> throwing out names. I told you this is this too. This is in on the eighties. You are we, going to hate yourself for this. The eighties. Like what are we doing? Do you want your next hint? Picks? Yes, I need a hint. <laughs> He's a Hall of Famer. That's His fine. nickname is Zeke. Zeke. Ezekiel Elliott, the Ohio State University. Uh, Isaiah it's Thomas. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. It's all right. It's all right. I honestly thought that one was cakewalk for you. Nope. All right. This player. Yeah, I mean, the 80s draft picks. This I mean, is a current. kind of tighten this up a little this bit. Is, yeah. Oh, that was a super hard one. This is a current player. Finally. Averaging 21.4 points per game. 7.6 rebounds and 3.8 assists. He's a power forward slash small forward, and he is 27 years old. Julius Randle. It's not Julius Randle. Second hint. He is currently in his fifth NBA season. Sorry, sixth NBA season. My apologies. My apologies. He has played for two teams. First of which was the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, this is Kuzma. This is Kuzma. It's Kyle Kuzma. Two points. It's Kyle Kuzma. I'm at three points. I need I need help. So you technically can't win, but if yeah. you get these next two perfect, I'm gonna call it a win. Okay. Okay. Next one's harder, so I'm giving you good hints on this. Dude, this is a Chicago born a Chicago born player. Oh I mean, what is that? First round pick, third, first round, third overall pick in the 2015 NBA draft to the Philadelphia 76ers. You said this was the third pick in the 2015 class. Mm-hmm. Third pick in 2015, um, a 76er. Um, it wasn't Simmons. It wasn't Fultz. Give me it again. Okay. Same like same, same hint. hint. Same hint. Okay. So this is a Chicago born player drafted third overall in twenty fifteen to the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm just gonna say Embiid. It's not Embiid. It's I know it's not. This is a center. Oh, oh this is I know. This is a center. He is currently not in the league. I know he's not. Jaleel Okafor. It is Jaleel Okafor. Thank you. Jaleel Okafor. That was good. Hey, that was good. All right, this is another past player. This is is a cakewalk. I I promise (laughs) you this is a cakewalk. All right. This is a shooting guard. First overall pick, 1996. Career average, 26.7 points per game. That's all I'm giving you. What was the draft year? 1996. First overall pick. I need another hint. All right. He was drafted to the Philadelphia 76ers, where he spent the first half of his career before going to Denver. Denver. 1996. Drafted by Philly. Ended up in Denver. 
And you're telling me this is a cakewalk. This is a cake. It's career average, 26 and a half points. I was negative two years old at this time. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, my mind's... Pulling Jaleel Okafor is a success for me, so I need another hit. All right. He is a Hall of Famer. Sure, of course. He averaged 26 and a half. 11-time All-Star. It does nothing for me. His nickname is The Answer. The Answer. Of course, I know The Answer, but I can't think of his fucking name. 1996... Drafted by Philly, end up in Denver. Is that what you said? Yep. The oh, this is uh, Allen Iverson. This is Allen Iverson. Okay, it's Allen Iverson. So yeah. you can these weren't that bad. They were just they're they're tougher. They're tougher when I got. But you got to remember, you dominated me the first week. I did. It was. I had close. to come out with some heat. I had to come out with some heat. So Frank's one on one in this game. I mean, Next I'm not week, even. I gotta find a middle place. Jaleel Okafor was a good pull. This is an asterisk. I'm not counting this. The one. Isaiah Thomas one, though. You gotta. No, we no. gotta. We gotta get you to therapy. I for need that. better. That was I need bad. I need better hints. That was some tough hints. <sighs> I don't know about that. That, so, that Isaiah Thomas one was good. Uh, that was no reason to scream. The other ones I'll give you credit for were, were tougher. But all right, we're gonna take our final break and wrap up the pod right after this. Georgia wins the national championship. I mean, just so stupid. They win 65-7. to seven. Um, I mean, sure, they won back-to-back titles. Um, they won last year because Jamison Williams got hurt. Uh, they won this year because Marvin Harrison Jr. got knocked out but with a concussion but somehow wasn't hit in the head. You know, uh, it is what it is. Um, I'm not bitter, as you can tell, Jake. Um, no, no, I'm not bitter seen... at all. No Ruggles missed a kick. Um, this was... I mean, I want to give credit to TCU. As Jake knows, amazing, beautiful uniforms. Uh, but they weren't. Uh, how Michigan lost to them is, is a mind-boggling. It's a travesty. Um, that did, yeah, that did not feel like a championship game. That, that like That's literally once in a generation you play that, that type of team in a title game. Um, and you lose by one to get to a title. It sucks. You're up 14 with eight minutes left. Um, and you can't close the deal. Uh, a lot of ifs, ands, buts. Uh, it sucks. Um, felt like that should have been Ohio State. Uh, but then again, if don't lose to the team that lost to TCU. If you beat Michigan, you would have played TCU in the first round. Probably would have guaranteed yourself a trip to the title game. Um, then again, they didn't do that. Um, I mean, obviously, you have no one to blame but yourself. Um, when you lose games at home, you're favored by two scores in. Um, and you needed help just to get in. But ultimately, when you look at the aspect of how the game went against Georgia, um, it seemed pretty clear in my eyes, I mean, obviously somewhat biased, that Ohio State would have been the only team to compete. Michigan would have been able to move the ball a bit more, um, but they weren't, they weren't, they didn't have the passing attack Ohio State did um, to really stretch the Georgia defense. So Georgia wins back to back titles, uh, wins 60. Five to seven. Uh, my bet hit Jake. That's the only reason I was even hanging on mm-hmm. to watch this one because it was a tough watch. I mean, I love. Oh, it was for after the first ten, five minutes. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say first ten minutes because Stetson had that first rushing touchdown. It was kind of like I, I was kind of like, oh, I'm like all right, there, there we go. Now we're buzzing. Now we're buzzing, and then yeah. it was over after that. Yeah, uh, it was a tough watch. Ultimately. 
I, I held on because it is the last game uh, for college football for about eight months, um, which is always a sad night. It's always a sad night, especially when you feel like your team should be there. Um, but they ended up being there, Jake. So um, we are going to pivot a little bit with football transitioning away, Jake. So um, no more college football. There's no more fantasy picks. Um, so eventually we want to get to a point where um, do love me some golf and MMA. So try to transition into that just a little bit yeah. as we fill time in, Jake. And I know you have topics as well. You want to touch on with some baseball as well. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be able to dive in a little bit with, with the opening time that we have on some baseball, um, some hockey potentially. No, we're um, this, is, so, this will not be a hockey so, podcast. Uh, yeah, well, the Bruins, Bruins, can Bruins be, are the Bruins can be Bruins can be 45-0 and and they're not catching a word of this podcast. <laughs> well, they might. Frank just might edit it out before I, yeah, before I get no, a chance yeah. to listen. The, the Bruins will not be. No hockey. But baseball definitely will come into topic, um, you know, as free agency continues to <laughs> envelop uh, the sports media world. Wow, uh, Carlos Correa. The MLB. Um, we might get to talk a little bit more about that. But, at the, you know, baseball with 162-game season, we're not going to talk about it every week. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Baseball and I, I mean, baseball truly was my first love. Um, and then it hit its peak in 2016, 2017. And ever since then, it's just been a downward arrow. Um, I, I, I'm not going to get into an Indians rant here, but baseball will be touched upon um, as the PGA tour. Cause we hate live golf. This is a fuck live golf podcast. Big time. Uh, we love the PGA tour. Uh, we love Tiger Woods, the greatest athlete of all time. Just had to throw that in there. Uh, and then UFC starting up as soon as well. So um, definitely we have also Ben Jake targeting um, a lot of different avenues uh, for content, not just the pod, weekly podcast. Uh, TikTok, FJ Pod, and what's the Instagram? Uh, Instagram is the underscore Frank and Jake underscore podcast, um, which you can subscribe to us on there or follow us on there. I give um, out. For the most, I try to do at least hit 90. I started I started late in the season. But from this point on, I'm going to try to hit about 95% of Cavs games with recaps. Yep. Um, that They're up that night. Um, so the Cavs play in about an hour and a half. Um, so and with the betting segment. We're with betting legalized now, and I'm able to get into it yep. um, more. Um, might see a expanse on our betting segments as well, to where you know we can we can you know dedicate more time into that well. yeah. into that uh, aspect of the sports world because that is probably the biggest like one of the biggest, biggest fan fan yeah. grabbers of uh, of of competitive sports in the, in the U.S. So it's definitely something where we we should be active on creating content for, and I think we will stick to that. Soon we'll have videos for these. Um, still a work it's progress. hard to get videos guys yeah. i'm sorry it's 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 hard it's it's a lot of extra editing with videos than it is with audio yeah audio i i hit two buttons unplug my microphone and hit two more buttons and upload it uh video we will eventually work on it um but yeah jake we're with football we want to just kind of football going away eventually kind of give we're, we're not stopping Oh, oh no, no. We'll 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 fill in the time. We've if it has missed, to be movies, we'll start talking about movies. We've only missed one week, and that's literally because I could not speak. Um, wisdom teeth. Yeah, yeah. It, I was in pain. That happens. That happens when you when you die and come back from life. Sometimes you got to take a week off. Got to take a week off. So, Jake, any final thoughts? It's finally playoff week. Uh, basketball at a halfway point, and I think we're at a really good spot. I think we're doing great. I think this might be one of, if it's not our record, it's our second longest podcast ever. So, so if you've made it this far, I know Papa Frank, Brian, 
you have as well. Shout out Austin, uh, loyal listeners. I know millions of others, but we can't list them all. Yes, um, sadly, I don't have the time to list 1.8 million subscribers. Yes, so my bad. <laughs> that's on us. We'll be we'll do better, and then we appreciate all your support, and we will see you next week.